Hi, and welcome to Mosaic Tales, Connecting in the Call Community, a funded project by Northern Volunteering. Thank you to my lovely friend, Estella, who I'd met through PBAFM, had lined up the following participant, Miguel. Miguel is from Chile, a political refugee, and is very passionate about people. And no matter the situation or the role he's played in life, will always stand up for people's rights and what's right. A very hands-on man, very cluey. Um, and I loved his analogy and his take on life and boarding the train. During life, people get on and off the train during our life, which is so true. People come in and out of our lives. A wonderful man to speak to. Part one, followed by part two. Please to enjoy. Namaste. Hi, my name's Sharina. What is your name? Uh, my name is Miguel Barrientos. Nice to meet you, Miguel. Where are you from? I come from Chile, and a city called Rancagua. It's around 100 kilometers south Santiago in Chile. Sounds beautiful. Thanks for meeting me today. Um, how long have you been in Australia? I don't remember exactly the years. I need to count how long, but I arrived here in... 1985. And what was the reason for coming to Australia? Oh, it's a, I think it's a political reason. I'm a refugee, political refugee, because I'm a, a working in mine, the big mine town, or the big mine in Chile, called El Teniente. It's the biggest in the underground. And we we part of the big community miners workers and uh, we organized a national strike against the military government in Chile and it's a process for a long time after the coup from militaries in 1973 11 of September and the military government keep destroy and abuse the country kill many peoples disappear many peoples all along the country and like our workers we start lost rights for the for the workers and see the normal population no jobs too many people unemployed and all this situation in our organization in the union we decided to organize a national strike to stop all this situation. And we do the strike, but the government decided to sack all the majority of the people from the mine. Because we do a national strike for the miners from north to south Chile, and it's very successful and the normal people in different parts of the cities in Chile support the strike. The people working uh, in the radios, the newspapers, normal work, workers in the government office, unemployed people, students. It's a the first national strike against the military government after the coup, but the workers received a big uh, decision from the military and sacked many people in all the mines along the north and center Chile. 
I'm part of this. And in our town is um, it's around 2,000 minus lost the year. So you lost your job for standing up for somebody that you believe in? Yeah. I, it's part of, the, part of the process to fighting for the normal people. And it's a little bit harder to remember how many of you about uh, women, children, old people. And Hard not to forget. Miguel, you're in Australia now. Tell me about your life in Australia. Uh, I come here in 1985 to the hostel in Pennington. They give me a, a place to stay with my family. I got three boys, three boys, and my wife. And, and I stay one month, nearly two months in there, and I start enroll my kids in the school. I'm very happy to get the chance to study and, and grow up free. I'm happy. And after that, and Kiwi tried to learn English as much as possible, quick as possible, <laughs> because we come here, the family without English. I'm very lucky because my wife uh, studied with me too, the kids in the school, all the family, we are students. But one day, and it's a notice in, in the Pennington office to looking for laborers. Um, and I asked for them, what is labor? It's a job, job for laborers, for workers. And I decided to uh, go to the company and apply for a job. And I get a job after two months, labor, labor job in the construction industry. And enroll, the, and enroll in the company, labor and also enroll in the union, BLF. Very good memory with the BLF. I got a very good friends. And uh, I, I still remember Ben Casley passed away no long time ago. One of the person in union support me. And many other people. And enjoy to working in construction industry, uh, working in the building industry. And and it's a big company, no problem with English much because the company belongs to the Italian people. And the Italian is very, no, not very similar, but many words are similar to Spanish. And this one is perfect for, for me to start learning Italian first and after a little bit English. <laughs> it's very, very interesting. And after uh, the concrete outside in different side around the state sorry. and um, and after start working in the yard and finish in the company uh, Polish machine operator and I do uh, around half of my time the Polish machine operator for Floriani Brothers company Yes, no, a sick now, different name now, but it's very good person. Leo, 
Floriani. And, and I do a good job. One of the things, for example, the, um, you know the new section of the children, uh, women and children hospital in the city? No, the part is in the King William. This is the old part. But in the other side, look in the park. This building outside the the the, the building is a little pink and black dot. All this polish we do in the in the factory. All the time when I go over there with my kid to the park, I said, "Your granddaddy working in there. This is the polishing daddy, that granddaddy." I feel very proud. And it's so many buildings here, many building in Victoria, I think. But on after that, is um, I suffer a problem with the uh, industrial sickness, Capultano, in my both hands. I got operation in my hands here, ribs, and I start problem with the, the movement with my hands. The repetitive strain type injuries, yeah. All the time, affecting the the body. Are you retired now? Now, yes, but in that time when I'm I'm sick, um, I'm a person. I try to not stay quiet. All the time, do something. So, what do you what do you do now with your time? Uh, many things. I work in the community now. A little bit in the community. Uh, before I do more, and now I think it's something uh, for me not good, clear, because the the community is not not unity, not compact, different group or many little group up there, and we not concentrate whatever. We need it, in my point of view. But Why do you think that is? Is we need to we need I think we need for the Chilean community uh, all the time I do it because when I come here in 1985, a couple years after or one year after, we organize a community center called Victor Jara. Victor Jara Cultural Center. And after the one year, nearly one year, we changed the name and we put Pablo Neruda Cultural Center. It's the Nobel Prize in Chile, poetry. This is the name, still keep the center, cultural center. It's a, a small group of people, but uh, my project or my idea is to get a chance to get a cultural center for Latin American community to organize uh, activities for example with the senior people for the moment we run a primary school for kids from South America it's around 20 years we got the school and we got um, a little bit of support for the 
Ethnic School Association in the city, and we run the we run the school for all this year. In we are starting Carrendi Primary School, and with a group of people of our community, uh, we work together with the people in an organization called Casa Chile. In that time, but that organization. It's not disappear. There's a few people around, but it's not no working. But still now, until today, I think in the answer for our Latin American community is to create a cultural center. Support for the community, but the more important thing is the government support us with a little bit building or a little bit play to do it. Because the way we're working now is all different. Everybody get their own idea to run something, something, you know? But you need to collaborate. <laughs> we need to collaborate with, together with all the ideas there and respect each other. The more important thing when you're working in, in the community you are part of the community. You know the owner of the community. Yeah? And when the people lost that end, we are part of the community. That one is not my community. It's our community. We need to change the world to do it. Change people's mindset. That's a dejara. Because also... We organized a radio station a long time ago in, in the city, in Adelaide, Adelaide University. <laughs> radio Adelaide. Radio Adelaide. I forget the name. And it's um, working all right two years, but after we disappeared. Because no community. Nobody, the people lost the end of your work. I'm not working for myself. I work for myself when I get a job to grow up my family, provide study, provide food, whatever. But in the community, we need to grow up, support us, support all the community. You know, doesn't matter. Is, is somebody from different community need a help? We are already organized. But if you don't get nothing, a few groups do something here, do something here, tomorrow fighting or whatever. Any discussion divided and everybody wants to get, this is my farm, this is your farm, this is your farm. No touch me. No collaboration. No friendship. You know? And when you lose all this principle, and after try to organize something here, as I seen there, is you acting. You acting, you want to go do a good thing. But at the end, as soon as you get enough power or get your name up here, everything disappears. No, it's just, I think it's, the people lost the road. Sorry for talking about this, something like that. Forgetting about the big picture. 